0: I just want to talk to you about the eternal kingdom tonight. That's just pretty broad, but we're just going to go after it. All right. Do I need a little light or am I all right? I'm good, yeah. Okay. How's everyone doing? Good? All right. I want you to turn to John chapter 3. I'm going to preach the gospel. (laughs) What else should we be preaching? We shouldn't be preaching anything else. But I'm going to um, start with a, a verse out of Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 11. And I'm leaving the first part of the verse out just because it doesn't have anything to do with that what I'm talking about. How's that? So I'm not taking it out of context, but I want, to, I want you to think with me about eternity. Because Ecclesiastes, Solomon said, he said, he has also planted, I'm reading from the Amplified, He has also planted eternity, a sense of divine purpose in the human heart, a mysterious longing which nothing under the sun can satisfy except God. Everyone say except God. It's true. God can't, you know, we we have all kinds of divine purposes. You can't get there. The only way there is to go by the Father, right? And yet. Man cannot find out, comprehend, or grasp what God has done, his overall plan from the beginning to the end. Don't we hate that? I don't know. I like to always have a plan, you know, even though I've been known to fly by the seat of my pants often. I do like to have an end result. I do want to go somewhere, and I do want to see the kingdom uh, released, and I do want to see the Holy Spirit uh, show up, but we have to prepare, and and God says this, that he put eternity in your heart. Everyone in this room, he's put eternity and the reality of eternity and the, the consciousness of eternity in your heart. And there's people out there, outside this building, people all over the streets, in the cities, and in, in the nations, that eternity is in their hearts. They just don't know it yet. They agreeing with me? Because there is this place where we have this this, this what we call a god shaped hole in our lives right until we begin to enter into the purposes of god until we begin to commune with him until we begin to connect with him until we begin to really intensify our living with him we he wants us to have a real living passionate relationship with him that's his desire not some little milk toast kind of i want to see you on sunday and You know, a a little Sunday sip and that's it. No, that's not the relationship God is calling you to. Because I'm telling you, the the life of, of God wants to be a reality in your life. So we must begin to get our minds off of the temporal because we think of everything on this planet. I know people all around me. I've got family members that drive me crazy because all they're thinking about is now. Come on, everyone in this room has people around them that, that you know, we, we people are thinking about the now. People are thinking about what's happening at this moment and what's, the, what's going on to the end of their lives. And listen, it doesn't matter what you amass as far as wealth. It doesn't matter what you amass as far as uh, recognition on this planet, really. It doesn't. It, it, the, the one thing that's concerning is that we concern ourselves with the things of, ki- of the kingdom. It really should be that way. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of go through, I'm going to start in verse 3 and we're going to go through a, a chunk of, of scripture. But I really want to just touch a few things because there is a reality of the kingdom of heaven that you can't get until you become born again. And the good thing is I don't know some people in here so maybe you're not born again and that's, that's I'm going to give you an invitation at the end of the night to receive him. And even some, some people may, might need to get born again again tonight. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, it might be you. Come on. Salvation is really, really secure. That's not what I'm talking about. But I am saying sometimes we've, we go so far adrift from what God's been saying to us, we realize that at some point, God, I need you in a fresh way. And the Holy Spirit wants to meet you tonight. I'm telling you, the fire of God, as it's moving through here later and now, I want you to respond to the fire of God. I want you to respond to heaven. Really, see, it's so funny because Paul said it like this. He said, "I can pre- we're not preaching just mere words. We're preaching the kingdom of heaven. It should be with power, demonstration of power. Like this gospel that we preach is not just something that it sounds good and it's going to get us to a, a mental intellect. So it's going to rise us up to some place, but the Holy Spirit wants to speak to us in exactly where we are today. How many know his word is better than yesterday's news, better than today's news? It's more current than you think. And so John 3 verse 3, it says, Jesus, he, you know, I love this this whole thing because he's, he's meeting with Nicodemus and, and Nick has some questions and he's a leader of Israel. He's, he's, he's a, a, one of the high priests, right? And he's a Pharisee and he, he's just, man, he, he sees something on Jesus and he, he needs some answers and he wants some answers. So he's, he's having a little, he meets him in the middle of the night. Come on. Didn't want anyone to know. Met him in secret. I don't want my friends to know. I'm at Kingdom Awakening. Oh, come on. Don't worry. The camera's not on tonight. Sometimes it's like that. Come on. God, sometimes I'm telling you, I've been in moments in my life where I've wanted to go meet with people. And there's something beyond what I want, what I've known in the past. And God's trying to draw you in. And there's something that you need to see that heaven will draw you in. Like the kingdom will pull you close. So it says this. It says that Jesus answered him and said, most assuredly, I say to you, because they're having this conversation about being born again. He's saying, assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? (laughs) And Jesus is saying this. You can't see, everyone in this room, you cannot see the kingdom unless you're born again. Until you are born of the Spirit. I'm going to explain it in a minute. But there is something of the spiritual aspect. That's why I said I started this whole thing with eternity. We have to have eternity in our hearts. We need to realize there's a deposit inside of us. And I'm telling you in this room tonight that if you don't stir that up within yourself, come on, God will draw you, but there's a stirring that we need to to participate with. When God is saying things and he's beginning to release things to you, you must respond. Come on, it's an interactive relationship with Jesus that when he calls, when Holy Spirit is drawing you, you respond to him. And I'm telling you in this place Tonight, I've been in seasons in my life where I've just turned aside. It's like Moses in the burning bush, that he turned aside, that we, he, he saw something out of the peripherals of his eyes. And God will draw us like that. Sometimes I've had major encounters with God because of some little flicker of light. And we need to pay attention to those things. Sometimes he'll say, come on, come, just come away. Are we responding to when he's saying, I want your time? I want your resources. I want all of you. I want access to every part of you. And when I'm calling you to set yourself apart, it's not, listen, I'm not condemning anyone if you miss those seasons. But I'm telling you, if I'm declaring it now, there'll be another time. And God's calling us to be in a place where we are responding to when he says, come away with me. We're in a season right now. I'm telling you, all of hell is trying to get my time. <laughs> All of hell and everything else. I'm telling you because it's there's so much distraction. We can be distracted with so many things and we don't hear God's voice because his voice is very loud. I know he has the still small voice, but he is very clear in his intentions in your life. And if we continue to turn away and we don't do and we don't hear and we don't go towards him, come on, we miss a moment. And I'm telling you, in one moment, God can do amazing things in one moment. More than therapy can do, more than anything in this world can do for you, He can do in a moment. I promise you. So He says, unless you be born again, you cannot. That's a pretty strong statement. You cannot. You're not born again to have a label. Well, no, she's a born-again Christian. You understand what I'm saying? It's not about saying the right prayer. It's about engaging with God. Right? Because it's a reality that God wants to bring us into. So you can't see the things of the Spirit. You can't even, you can't even understand God unless you're born again. I promise you that there's something about being filled with light that helps you to understand light. When light comes into you and overtakes your entire being, you will understand the king of light. You will understand the father of light. And so he says, you cannot see the kingdom of God. And then he goes on to say this, right, about being born again. He said, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter. So you can't see the kingdom and you cannot enter the kingdom. Uh Uh-oh. How many know you need to be born again? Like you really need to be born again. (laughs) Like the Holy Spirit really wants to come inside you and introduce yourself to himself in a huge way. Because if I can't see the kingdom, see, how can you see some place you can't go? Right? God's wanting us to see first so that we can enter. If I can't see where I'm going, I can't enter in. And that's why Paul said, let your eyes be enlightened. Let the spirit of revelation come upon you so that you can see, right, the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we have understanding in the kingdom. I'm talking about spiritual things tonight. I'm going to be just like Jesus because he's going to say it in a minute. If you can't understand... Natural things, how can you understand spiritual things, right? Since God's trying to get us in this place. So that which is born of the flesh is what? Flesh. This is what I'm talking about. We are are born of the flesh, right? Just think about this whole concept. When Adam came to the earth and then disobeyed, he all of a sudden became very fleshy. Come on. There became this veil. Not only over his body. Come on, the glory that he was now he used to be in, now he wanted to cover up. Right? Sin's all about the cover up. The things that we do that we're disobedient with God, it's all about the cover up. And it's about shame and guilt and condemnation. But now God has brought you into a new kingdom, the kingdom of light and the kingdom of God, which God has brought you into what? Righteousness, peace, and joy. And so there's a life that you live now in righteousness, peace, and joy that, God, that you can't get anywhere else. The whole world is looking for peace. And they can't find it until they come to Jesus. Right? There's one door. So it says this, that which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of spirit. How many want to be born of the spirit? You do want to be born of the spirit. Everyone should raise your hand. Come on, interactive tonight, just like Friday. Yeah. Holy Spirit wants us to come into this place where we're at. We're engaged with the spirit of God. That our lives are completely given into a, and, and enveloped by the spirit of God. And then he says the Nick. Do not marvel that I say to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it goes. So it is those born of the Spirit. Right? How many can hear the wind? You can hear it, but you don't know where it comes from. Here's here's the thing with God. He's coming. And sometimes you can hear it. I've heard the freight train. Like, I've heard... The of God coming, and I'm I'm like, oh, is this gonna hurt? But God doesn't want to hurt you; He wants to encounter you. Come on, everyone in this room, God is looking to encounter you. Say to Him, "I'm looking to encounter You, God." Really, you should be looking to encounter God. But there's this thing where we get this. We have this clouded understanding that we need to constantly pursue Him when He's just looking for you. I know it says draw near to Him and He'll draw near to us. But I'm telling you, God is looking for you. He's looking for you all. We sang it. He's looking for you all over the earth. He's desiring that you come close to Him. He's not hiding from you. He's actually out in the open waiting for you to come to Papa. Papa. And there's a desire inside of him more than you understand or know that he wants to bring you inside of himself so that you can see all of who he is. I'm telling you truth tonight. And all of us do this just like Nicodemus. Say, how can these things be? (laughs) That's his statement back to Jesus. How can this be? How is it that the Spirit of God can move all through the earth and I can't see or understand or perceive any of it? <coughs> and he says what? Because you must be going, born again to see. You have to be able to sense through your eyes and you need to be en- able to enter in through the door. There's a door that's being opened for everyone in this room. Tonight, I promise you, every time we gather, God has a door that's opening. And he wants you to step into it. Every time. No, it's not, not I'm, just, I'm just here, you know, hallelujah, jimmy tonight. No. Come on. There needs to be an awakening in our heart that sees the door that we want to walk through. And God has this place. The Holy Spirit has this place where it is open. And why? Why? Because he's given you access through the blood of Jesus Christ. Listen, even with healing... Do you guys know that we need to partake and we, gotta do, uh, we have to do <laughs> communion again next week. We'll do it next week. But there's this reality and I'll get back into it because there is this reality of eating the body of Christ that will bring wholeness to your life. It will bring complete wholeness to your life. Why? Because there's always an invitation to come to the table. And Jesus is basically doing this for Nicodemus. He's saying, "Listen, would you come to the table? Will you understand this? That if you receive all of Me, you will become born again. You'll become brand new. How does that even happen, God? Because we don't even understand it in in 2020 AD. Come on, we don't even understand that the reality of who He is has been given to us, and it's apportioned to us because we've we've been bought by the blood of Christ." Because we partaken of his body. His body was crushed and bruised and broken for me. So that I could live eternal life. You know, we've been, we've been struggling just the last couple days. We're just back and forth to the hospital. And Lisa's aunt has just been, uh, she's, she's in hospice or being moved into hospice. But I know where she's going. Right? Do we want her to live? She's 88 and she's been battling cancer for, I don't even know, probably longer than we've even known, right? But here's the deal. I know where she's going. There's not a question of where she's going. For you and I in this room, listen, we believe, we pray for healing. We pray for a complete, you know, like God could just eradicate the cancer tomorrow, right? Let her live another 40 years. That's good. with I'm good with that. But we get like, oh, I don't, you know, God's not, you know. We get complacent about healing. When well, I'm telling you the truth right now, that God's healing power. Listen, he would not have he, he would have, he would not have had Moses make an idol and put it on a stick. And raise it in the wilderness. Because they were all being bit by serpents. Come on, someone in this room has been bit by sin. I'll say I was. How's that? Come on, amen. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. It's, it's, it's true. Every one of us. And what happened was Jesus, because he's going to talk about this in a minute again. But there's the reality of Jesus Christ that said, I'm the serpent. I need to be lifted up. How, it's just messed up. A fiery serpent in the middle of the wilderness that heals everyone as they gaze upon him. Him is Christ. You don't understand that? That's good because I don't understand it either. But I know there's there's clarity in the Gospels because he says, Lest I be raised up, I am the key. He is the key in the door. I promise you he is the key that breaks the, the, the power of sin and death. So they were all bit by fiery serpents in the wilderness. And they raised up a fiery serpent on a stick That we still have almost as a medical sign now today. It's crazy. Yet we don't acknowledge that it's Jesus Christ. That's shown up. And the Holy Spirit wants you to see that healing is your portion tonight. Like we're in flu and cold season. I'm good with that. I was down for three days myself. You know. But I I come into this reality like God. It's like oppressing. Right? Come on. Everyone in this room has been sick in some way, shape, or form. Right? It's not your portion. It's not your portion. It's like Jesus Christ came to heal, save, and deliver. Period. I think that's enough, isn't it? I mean, he did everything. Like, he saved humanity. So here's the deal. When, when When we see this picture... It's because the fiery serpent, he became. Like, I thought, I started thinking, man, about, really, I'll let you in the mind right now. I was thinking about the enemy that came to Eve in the form of a serpent. Yet Jesus came. And is symbolic of the serpent, it's just messed up. I'm, it's, you can laugh. It is, isn't it? It's just messed up. And that when they gazed upon the serpent, because he became, <laughs> he became everything we needed to thwart the satanic attack on humanity. This is the gospel. He became everything. He became the solution. He actually went in complete replacement of all the mess. Everything you can think of in humanity, that's a mess. And we blame a lot of stuff on God that's not God at all. But he came and he became that so that we'd be free. No, so that you are free. It's not a question. You're free. It's not a question about your hearing. God wants to open ears up. It's not a question about anything that we lack. He desires to come in in fullness. End of end of the story. And so I, there'll be no like I'm in this place right now where I'm not con, I'm not contending with healing anymore. It's just it's going to be. I'm not praying good prayers over you anymore. Casting devils out. It's a spirit of infirmity. It's a spirit of cancer. I wasn't even going here. It's a spirit of common cold, virus, whatever. It's, It's already been paid for. Well, I don't know why we're not walking in the fullness of it. I don't. Don't ask me the question because I don't know why. Ready? The senior leader doesn't know why. I just know it's not going to stay that way. Right? Because we can either just believe, because it comes down to our faith again, and what are we believing? When I, when I can now open, right, Jesus came so that I could see the kingdom and that I could enter into the kingdom. So if I'm living out of the kingdom, then this is the results. Because when the kingdom of heaven comes, devil goes out. When the kingdom of heaven comes, healing comes. When the kingdom of heaven shows up in a, in a building or, a, or an alley or a store or a Starbucks, wherever you want to bring Jesus, because we should bring him everywhere, whenever that happens... There becomes this place where nothing else should contend with that, right? So, so he says to, I love this because he, Jesus goes on to say this. He says, he's he saying, how can these things be? Ready? So, teacher of Israel, saying, how can these things be? And he says, you're a teacher in Israel and you do not know these things. So Jesus is like, what are you doing? Like, you don't get it. Here. He's And then, ready, go with me here, because this is amazing. He says, most assuredly, means verily, verily, means I am emphasizing this one thing. He's emphasized a bunch of things in this. But he says this, I say to you, we speak what we know and testify, what we've seen, and you do not receive our witness. Wait a second. Is Jesus schizophrenic? I woke everyone up. No, the answer is no. I'm telling you, listen, what's happening here? You, did you read that? Did you ever read your Bible? I'm messing with you. Listen, we have to read the book. We read the book, and I, it says, I say to you, we speak, Jesus speaking, in not just singular. We speak what we know and testify what we've seen. Who's we? Welcome to the Trinity. Welcome to the Son who's on earth now in complete communion with the Father. Filled with the Holy Spirit. Giving us a perfect picture of how we're to live and how we're to move in the earth. Some people don't agree with what I'm saying right now. That's all right. You'll get over it. Because I'm telling you the truth. Jesus came as a perfect picture of how man, fully man, and fully God. Do do we not have the fullness of God? Paul has been telling us all through the letters that we are to receive the fullness of who he is. That means that there's 100% God in you. You just don't know it yet. Come on, yes, amen. Come on, amen. amen. Really, because you need to start talking yourself into this. Because there's, that's the truth. God is fully in you. Right? Remember the scripture, Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's the fullness of God that is moving inside of you, living inside of you, waiting to get out. But he wants to stay and reside. Right? He wants to go into all the earth with you. And preach the gospel. He wants to go and release the kingdom with you in all the earth. That's why Jesus, (laughs) ready? I'm going to start talking we. Want me to start talking like that? We. I should start talking like that. Right? But here's the deal. It's like we speak what we know and testify. Listen, Jesus knew the, the will of the Father. Jesus knows the will of the Father. Guess what? Inside of you, there's the one, the Holy Spirit. He knows the will of the Father. And you just need to tap in and commune with that person so that you can hear what is the will of the Father. Not just do things sporadically because you you, you think it sounds like a good idea. That might get me closer to God, so I'll do that. Like some of us are praying prayers. They're not even in my Bible. Hello? Some of us are declaring things that are not even in the word. And God wants to get our lives in alignment with what the Spirit is saying, right? Let the wind blow over your life. Let the Holy Spirit wind blow over your life so that you can be fully filled with who he is. There's a desire inside of you. Eternity is inside of you. Desiring, craving, craving. God is in you it's a crave inside your spirit you just don't know come on I'm calling it to wake up tonight I'm calling it to wake up tonight because there has to be that place where we crave where we desire where it doesn't shut off listen sometimes I just you know you want to just check out and watch Netflix don't no I'm serious it's weird I've been like contending with myself because God's like, no, don't do that. And it's not even about Netflix. It's about certain things, right? It's about the desires of his heart, right? It's, it's that voice I said before that says, come here. No, 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 no. Here, you know, watch two hours of Katherine Kuhlman instead. <laughs> That'll mess you up. No, no, just open your Bible and just read and soak on what I'm going to say. It doesn't have to because, come on, we're all addicted to YouTube. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But you understand what I'm saying. There's more things that you can take into your eye and ear gate than than that which is, come on. There's things that are permittable. Well, it doesn't hurt. But does it feed your spirit, man? Come on, do we want to be the army of heaven? Do I want all of eternity burning inside of me? Come on, watch out. I'm going to be the guy that gets touched with the fire. And mo- y- y- you watch out. Because if I start getting electro, oh, I've been electrocuted. We don't want <laughs> I'm like, god, am I going to survive this? Honestly, how many want that? There we go. Good. I got five more people that want it. There's a couple more. That's what we should desire. Like my life gets changed. I can, re- I can think of places even on this carpet. But other places that I've been where God has met me in, in spectacular ways. And it always doesn't have to be spectacular. But I know he wants to do the spectacular. I know he wants to do the intense. The last two times I got hit with the electricity of heaven, I, you, I'm telling you. I'm like, am I going to live? Am I going to make it? And then she has to sleep with me, and I'm still doing <laughs> in the bed. But that's what we want. That's what we want. That's what we desire. And the more I talk to people around in this place, you guys are hungry. I get the guys, at least, and then there's women in the here that are hungry for the Holy Spirit. So we'll probably, in the very near future, we have to do something to... To like teach and train in that and, and have conversation about it, come on, and just begin to do that so that we cultivate the, a lifestyle with the Holy Spirit. That it's not not something that we're just kind of, okay, I want more, how do I get it? No, we're going to have to start opening things up and seeing how how we getting. I know it's Sunday, right, and it's good, but I'm telling you, just a little bit on Sunday is never enough. And so there needs to be a desire and a hunger to grab hold of a relationship with the Holy Spirit because he he wants to come and invade you. How am I doing? All right. You don't receive our witness. Do we receive the witness of the Holy Spirit? There should have been an uprising of yes, (laughs) yes. (laughs) We want the witness of the Holy Ghost. I know I'm shouting in the microphone, but really, hold it down here; I won't blow things up. He says this to Nicodemus again. He says, "I've told you earthly things, and you do not believe." Right. So he's talking about the wind. He's talking about the womb. Talking about flesh and flesh and spirit and spirit, and he said, You don't you don't believe what's our problem? That's right, we don't believe. God's saying, Will you believe what I have to say? And if I can't teach you earthly things, right? If I can't just teach you simple things. Ready? it's it's gonna be ready I'm gonna ouch someone's gonna say ouch but w- even with our finances right and it's practical things just uh, it can be more than finances if God can't teach us to do be stewards like that with the things of this earth how can he be how can we be good stewards with the things of heaven you hear me if we if I can't be a good steward with my body that's earthly it's flesh come on it's not bad for its age, but it's, it's it's. come on. <laughs> I got to make you laugh because gets a little intense. And... So here's the deal. He says, if I can't do that, if you don't believe those things, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? Everyone in this place should say, I want to know heavenly things. I want to know heaven's things. I want to believe in the heavenly things. I want to believe the earthly things that you tell me, God. And I want to believe the heavenly things that you tell me, God. Because he wants to tell you both. He wants to tell you the things concerning the earth. Like things that will help you, you know, either, even start a business. Things that will help your health to live. Come on. We're trying to, listen, I'm, I'm getting like, just go, every time I go away on a trip, I'm like, I, where am I? I can't get a decent food. What is the problem? Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, these are the things you need to be conscious of. Because what happens is we begin to do whatever we, whatever, come on, whatever's good in our own sight. This will work. Burger King, Popeye's Chicken. (laughs) Come on, my heart is like already hardening. You understand what I'm saying? That as we do things that we... God, God will give you strategy to help you in those things. He will. He'll help you in your health. He'll help you do things, right? If I smoke for 25 years, what do I expect? I shouldn't expect much. Seriously, right? I'm not, and it's not about this, that, the other thing. I'm talking about the whole picture, right? If earthly things God wants to put in order... And he wants to give you heavenly things that are way in order too. Some of us, right, we become, we want to just worry, we're just worried about the heavenly things. And the earthly stuff's going down the toilet. I said it, toilet. Ready? Every line, man, we're not even to born again yet. No one, Jesus, all red. It's all red from here on in. No one has ascended to heaven, but he who came down from heaven, that is the Son of Man who is in heaven. Back up. No one has ascended to heaven, but he who has come down from heaven. I'm talking about spiritual things right now, right? Right? We have to be able to see that God is trying to get us to be heavenly-minded, right? That He's tra- that he has already seated you in heavenly places. That we begin to look like and see like Jesus sees because why? We become born again. We've entered into the door. And now we go to places. We go into heavenly places. As a matter of fact, t- t- this, tonight I felt like I was going to get taken into a trance at one moment. See, I should just let myself go and let you guys figure out the rest of it. I'm going to next time. I said that. I threatened this last time. But I'm going to do it next time because I want God to come and invade this place. So maybe it's going to be by me just going down on the ground and being in a, I don't know, coma. Because I'm telling you, when I feel the swirling of heaven, I'm like, what is up? And then you all just have to keep playing and playing and playing and playing. On everyone to like that. You understand what I'm saying? No one has ascended to heaven but he who came down from heaven. That means, right? And then it says the Son of Man who is in heaven. So he's on the earth. He's just really starting his ministry, and he's talking to Nicodemus like this. He's saying, There's heavenly things that you need to understand, and it only comes through me because I'm the one that came, I ascended. And I came down, and I'm in heaven. Oh, man, read it. Read it for yourself. You can read it in in, in a ton of different translations. It's still going to say the same thing. He's telling you that he is in heavenly places. That while Jesus was walking the earth, he could see. Listen, I believe this. That he could see demons. That's why they said, who are you? You're the son of God. Or, or, or. Someone would just be looking. Come on, that. Remember the lady who was like pushing through the crowd to just touch the hem of his garment because heaven was emanating from him because he was already in heaven. But he was on the earth, but he was in heaven. We're trying to understand tongues. We're trying to understand. No, I'm saying that. I'm, we're trying to understand like low level things. And God is trying to get us to come up a whole nother level. Breaking out beyond. You know what we... I'll stop for a second. And as Moses lifted up the servant in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up. That whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Ready? I already said that. I already alluded to this, that the Holy Spirit is wanting us to be in this place where we receive from heaven and we can see what he sees. And the things that he has already done are done. They're finished. The work is finished. It's over. It's done. You don't have to pick it up. You don't have to put on the old man again. You leave the old man in the in the grave. Don't try and keep resurrecting the old man because he's trying to kill the old man and, and allow you to walk in the newness of life but we want to dig up our stuff. We want to dig up our old situations. We want to dig up our old our old past stuff. We we can't get healed from trauma because we don't allow the Holy Spirit to come in and wreck us because we've got walls that the Holy Spirit that the Holy Spirit's trying to break through, but we don't we don't want to yield. We want to keep ownership of the things that we've had and we've been walking with because it identifies us. But I'm telling you there's someone in the room that's trying to identify you He's in here now. It's called the Holy Spirit. It's called Jesus Christ. He's trying to come into the room and identify you as a son and a daughter who's whole, who's free, who's clean, who has no shame, who walks with with purity, who walks in kindness, who walks in patience, who walks in the fullness of who he is. John 3.16, so <laughs> it's like, Holy Spirit, help us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And this is like, this is all over the place, right? And we, we it's almost mocked, 3.16, come on. But it's the key to, to engage uh, someone out of, out of complete Uh, captivity into complete freedom. That whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That means you don't go into everlasting life. That means that you have everlasting life. That means that the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is inside of you. You don't get it when you die. It's inside of you. The everlasting life, eternity is already inside of you. You're living for eternity now. It's just, listen, even when you don't know Jesus, you're living in some eternity. But no, now you have everlasting life. Now you have the life of God inside of you. Now the love of God is shed abroad on our hearts. Because we, we never knew it before, but now we know it because he's given it to us in all its, its glory and all its fullness. Because he gave himself completely over that the, the bite of sin, that the, the, the vipers of sin would no longer cause us to walk in sickness. Would no longer cause us to walk in, in, a, in, a, in a cloud. That the flesh puts over us. It's the carnal nature that keeps us immune to God. It is the carnal nature that keeps us desensitized to the Holy Spirit. And everyone in this room, we have to ask, God, I want your spirit on me in full. I don't want to miss one thing. He did not send his son into the world to conde- condemn the world, but that the world might be saved, might, be, might through him be saved. Like my whole life was changed. I didn't need, you know, someone in this room needed a preacher. I didn't really need a preacher. I knew the gospel message. Come on, and there's people out there. I'm watching. I'm watching as prodigals come back. I'm, come on, and I'm prophesying it even in this room to, to people's come on people's sons and daughters in this room they will come back because you've sown the word of God and it will not come back void it will never come back void i'm telling you the life of God is in his word and he, and what must i do to be saved will come back it'll echo from the the inner man because i don't care the eternity they will be re, the reality of eternity will be in these people's hearts So just so, prayers. Come on. God's trying to pull us into this place. We want to, the best thing about this whole thing, right, is that Jesus died so that you could have full communion with him. This is the one and only thing. Jesus died so that I could have full communion with him, so that I could be with him. That's all I need. That's all you need is to be with him. And that you hear his voice. Because now the door's been opened. It's been opened and now you hear him. And now you know who he is is, because you know his voice. Because you are his. My sheep know my voice. And if you're having a hard time hearing him, I'm going to ask you tonight, why? It's because the reality of what he's done has gotten a little foggy. I'm telling you, it always comes back to me. Because when I look at Jesus, and I look at the cross, and I look at his resurrection, I, I can't go, it's like a reality slap for my life. God, I look to the resurrected Christ, that he would waken my life. Just as he was woken, he was brought out of death, woken from death. He came so that you'd have everlasting life. He didn't send his son to condemn you. No. No. He didn't. It wasn't so that you could be condemned. Too much of what I'm hearing coming out of the saints' mouths is condemnation. It's not about what people aren't doing, it's not about them slipping into, come on, we've all been down a slippery slope. And the whole world knows what they've done wrong. I'm telling you. But when they get smashed with the love of God. It's the kindness of the Holy Spirit. It's the kindness of Jesus that leads us to repentance. Repentance is not a bad word. It's an amazing word. It's a gift that's been given to us so that when we get tied up and we get knotted up in stuff that we've been, we shouldn't be, and it doesn't have to be big sins. Come on. It can be just a hardened heart. Come on, somebody. Sometimes I just have to repent because my heart's hard. It's not because I'm doing anything wicked. Although in, in the sight of God, it's all the same. In that, when we become sons and daughters, our identity is found. And you have this confidence that he hears you. you hear me. You have this confidence that he hears you. He hears you. And you communicate to his heart. It's a gift. (laughs) I love this. Because prayer, ready? Prayer and communion, right? They're gonna they're gonna go and they're gonna begin a house of prayer. They're gonna just begin to worship and 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 come on, there'll just be a, a sound that goes up to heaven. And God looks down every time. My house, it, it was his desire that the that there be a house of prayer, that his house would be a house of prayer. There was a desire that he would have communion, right? I go all the way back. And I, I was thinking of this a few weeks ago, and I may have even alluded to it. Listen, when he was with Adam, walking in the cool of the day, it wasn't enough. I don't think it was enough. I think we're all, it said that from eternity, from the foundation of the world, Christ was already, the plan was already in place. Jesus was slain. The lamb was slain. It was always the plan. The plan was this. That God would come inside of you. That He would abide in you. That He would fill you. That you'd be overtaken and overcome by who He is. That communion with Him would be the ultimate thing. And the desire of His heart would become the desire of your heart. That is, being together for all eternity. That's Jesus, my friends. And breakthrough and atmospheric shifts and all these other things that comes out of one place. Communion. Communion with the Father. Communion with the Holy Spirit. Let's just lift our hands. Come on. Let's just pray together. Let's, why don't we stand? Stand up. I'm not making exercises. I just feel like just, just stand and engage. You know, there's people in the room, you may not, you may just say, God, I just need to commit my life. I just my prayer my my engagement my my the way I view you there's something that you that I'm missing ready right? because we can be in church and we can be doing a lot of things but I'm telling you that the Holy Spirit wants to touch you not just right now but every day in a fresh way So just ask Him right now. Holy Spirit, I just want just say, I want a brand new, brand new. Holy Spirit, I want a brand new, brand new engagement with you. I want to know heavenly things. Heavenly things that I, I haven't known or seen. And, and Lord, I, I, I help me to see the kingdom. Help me to enter into the kingdom. Help me to walk in the kingdom. Help me to, to have a divine encounter with you, God tonight, God, and and tomorrow, and the next day, and the next day. Lord, just open my life up. I open myself up so that communion with you is fresh and new. The the desire of my heart is, is your desire. That is to meet with me because, Holy Spirit, I thank you for every person in this place. Lord, you're drawing everyone, everyone in this room, everyone in this room right now. And Lord, I thank you for your desire to engage with us to flow with us to bring us into brand new places with you we blow the dust off off of our spirit man and we awaken we awaken out of the temporal and we awaken into the spiritual and we, we awaken into the desires of your heart and we awaken into the places that you called us. God, we thank you. Lord, let the fire of your presence come and burn inside of our hearts. Lord, let it manifest in reality. Let the electricity, the burning one, begin to shift and move in my heart right now in these moments. God, I thank you. we want you and we desire you i just i'm just hearing the holy spirit saying to certain people in this room call and it's just it's do you want to come It's do you want to come into the close place do you want to come into the secret place I don't even you know sometimes we we coin a, a word the secret place but it's this place of communion it's communion and fellowship in the Holy Spirit it's a fellowship with God and it happens on the inside of you and it may manifest on the outside even I hear the Lord saying come come to me come into the place where I where I am and all you have to do every person in this room say Lord here am I send me here am I I hear this I keep hearing the Isaiah thing with that with the train of his robe is in in filling the temple the train of his robe just filling the temple and and Isaiah's call was to Say, here am I, God. Do whatever you want with my life. I'm here. And you don't need a coal. (laughs) It's Old Testament. You don't need the coal to touch your lips. Come on, Jesus is inside of you, He's made you pure. To the pure, all things are pure. So God, let our lives be a, a, a testament to You. Let our lives be completely open to You. Come on, guys, just just begin to just begin to speak to the Lord. Just begin to call out to Him. Call out to Me, and I'll answer You. I'll show You things that You did not know. Holy Spirit, we thank You. Lord, those who need a, a fresh touch from you, God, right now, right now in these moments, Lord, I ask that you just come. Lord, people that may have been afar off, that, that, that haven't heard your voice clear, Father, I just thank you. Just touch and begin to release your words to them right now in these moments.